Hello everyone and welcome to the London Playwrights Wrap 2023 podcast. I'm Kimberly Andrews and I am rounding up everything that we've done in Wrap this week. So can you believe that we are almost at the end of January already? So well done to everybody who has signed up for Wrap and committed to their writing and kept going Um, doesn't matter where you are in the process. I know I say this every single week, but I really want you to know that it does not matter if you are, you know, if you've almost written the first draft of a play or if you're still at the very beginning, you have all the emails, you've got all the prompts, so you've got all the materials you need to keep going and keep working on your idea throughout the year. So the start of this week, we, we, we kicked off with kind of giving you a little breather because as I said at the beginning of last week's podcast, we still had a really high engagement with the emails. Lots of you were still opening them, but there was a slight kind of dip, which made us think that perhaps, um, you know, some of you might have been falling a bit behind and then, you know, stopped opening the emails because you might have felt a kind of lack of motivation or felt that you'd fallen too behind to ever catch up. So it was really important at the start of this week to kind of give you that little breather and make sure that you had time to catch up to maybe go back to anything you might have missed earlier on in the process. You know, if you'd missed a few days back in week one or two, you could go back and kind of flesh those ideas out. Or maybe you've just taken the opportunity to, to get some more pages written. So that kind of, that, that breather was really important, I think, to, to help anybody who needed to catch up and also help people to push on, write a few more pages. So really hope that was helpful. And I hope that's meant that more of you have continued with rap and, you know, stuck with it in these kind of final days, especially, you know, because not only have you been writing for a long time now in terms of the whole month, maybe, you know, you're starting to feel a bit tired, you've, you know, you've really, really pushed on through. Um, But also, you know, what goes hand in hand with that is that the the prompts are kind of all ramping up towards the climax of your piece. So they're getting a bit more dramatic and the stakes are raising and it's all getting a kind of a bit bigger and, and more to write than perhaps, you know, you needed to do at the beginning. So kind of going hand in hand with a bit of fatigue there. Also, things are ramping up with rap. So, you know, I can really appreciate that it it might be, you know, tricky at the minute, but stick with it. And don't forget, you know, you can carry on writing these ideas and working on them beyond rap as well. So beyond the kind of two day breather earlier on this week, we then jumped straight in midweek um, to the final battle. So at the end of last week, the prompt um, and the turning point that you were given to work towards was the worst point. So things got really bad for your protagonist. The forces of antagonism were at an all time high. So those obstacles, you'd really ramp them up and you'd really made things get to a point for your main character where the audience will be doubting whether it's even possible for them to succeed in their goals. And as we kind of explored during that prompt, that the reasoning behind 
having this happen at this point in your play is so that the stakes become really high and the tension becomes really high because we want the audience to be on the edge of their seats wondering what on earth is going to happen. So it keeps things unpredictable really um, and has the audience rooting for your main character as well there. So there's a kind of reason behind that, those, you know, the kind of technical reason behind that. And it really does kind of help give you a bit of fuel as well, I think, to ramp things up ready for the climax of your piece. So in day 25, we move on from that point. So we've got your character at their worst possible point. We've got them at their lowest. We don't know if they're going to succeed. And what's going to happen now is that your protagonist needs to pull out all of the stops if they are to win and achieve the goal that you set out for them back in Act 1 or that first paragraph in your one-page outline. So what is the final battle? So the final battle is, it's basically, it's where everything you've you've plotted and put together throughout, throughout the play culminates. It's the culmination of your story. And what we see there is your main character fighting it out. So fighting those forces of antagonism, fighting those obstacles to achieve those goals that were set up for them way back at the beginning of your story in your inciting incident. So the, the important thing to remember here is they don't have to succeed. So whether they win or not, whether they achieve their goals or not, that is entirely up to you. And it's worth remembering there as well that it's up to you, but every decision you make as a writer has an impact on the audience. So when you're thinking about the outcome of your piece, which we will move on to in a moment, and we will talk a bit more about the about the audience and, and their, their reactions to that as well. But, you know, always have in the back of your mind, okay, what if, if my character succeeds, what effect will that have on the audience? And is that what I want to happen? So always kind of thinking in terms of the audience, that can be really, really helpful. So the, the the first thing to do when you're planning out your final battle or climax scene is to go back to the beginning, head back to your one page outline and um, and remind yourself what you put down in that paragraph one um, and that's what the turning point was there. So that was your inciting incident, because what happens in your final battle it's going to relate directly to this. So what you are ultimately doing is answering the question you set up at the start. So, you know, can can a person achieve this when this happens? Um, what if this happens? That kind of premise you are you, that you set up at the beginning, you are answering that now. And you're giving your protagonist one last chance, their big chance to solve that problem that was set up for them at the beginning. And it's completely possible that throughout the play, your character's goals have shifted and grown and developed as you've made new discoveries about them and the story that you're writing. But still, everything needs to be linked together. So the the climax scene and the battle they're fighting, it can't just pop out of nowhere. I think in one of the emails, I think it was last week, we talked about Chekhov and his gun. You know, if you've got a pistol in Act 1, you need to fire it in Act 3. So it would be very random if all of a sudden they're fighting this battle that we don't know anything about. So, and and the story, that the effect that will have on the audience is it will seem a bit just disjointed and it will also leave them hanging because they're desperate to know what 
the outcome will be, you know, with the problem they've been following throughout the story. You know, they might have been sitting in a theatre for almost two hours waiting to see what happens in this story. And if you kind of don't explore that, the, the problem and the story that you set up, that can feel very frustrating for an audience and they'll be left hanging and also wondering kind of what's going on. So it does all need to be linked. You know, the ending does need to be linked to the beginning that said you can absolutely and you should think about doing this still surprise the audience with how your character approaches that final battle and what they have to do to try and achieve their goals you know so what do they pull out of the bag to fight those obstacles you know you can really surprise the audience with what they do there and add some twists to your story and also of course moving on from that you'll be able to surprise the audience with the out what the outcome might be because either way you know as we said, we we started this off at the worst point where we're not sure if they're going to win or not. So if they do win, that can be surprising. Um, And it also can be, you know, you can maybe they partially win and we'll talk about that in a moment as well. But, you know, there could be different elements you bring in to really surprise the audience as well. So there's a difference, I think, that we need to bear in mind between surprising the audience in a good way um, but, you know, without creating something that's totally sprung from nowhere and feels very disjointed. And in this email, you know, we also talked about high stakes. So the stakes are so high at this point. And, you know, we're in a life or death situation. And that might seem odd if you're writing a play that is about a much smaller story. It's not about anybody. You know, it's not about life or death. It's not an actual battle. We're using all these kind of words that are making it seem like someone might actually die. Of course, you scale that back for your story. And, um, you know, you, you, you do this in a way that is appropriate for your story. But in terms of how high the stakes are in terms of the plot, it needs to be really, really high because this is the really exciting bit. And as I said, this is the bit that the audience have been sitting there waiting for so the tension the stakes are high we don't know if they'll win and you are going to now explore what happens and how they they fight those obstacles in their quest to try and achieve the goal that was set up for them at the beginning so big tip here is to go big don't shy away from being bold at this point. Um, and, you know, you've probably watched plays and definitely TV shows. Um, I certainly have where you feel disappointed at that kind of final battle and the culmination of things um, due to a slightly kind of flat climax scene where it doesn't feel as though it went, went as big as it should. Um And it's not very satisfying, is it? So go big here and um, think big. Um, be really bold, push the drama as far as you can at this point. And, you know, don't worry if you feel like you're writing something that's a bit ridiculous and a bit, you know, a bit too out there. Just be as bold as you can. And it's always easier to kind of scale it back, I think, than to to have written something that's a little bit boring and you need to scale up. So go bold. And even if you really, you know, experiment and push the limits a bit, just do that. And then if it is too much, you can scale it back later. Because I think that, you know, if you write something that feels a bit flat to you, that might impact your motivation as well. Into When it comes to redrafting, you might think, oh, I'm dealing with something that's not that exciting, um, you know, and it can chip away at your motivation there. So think big and be bold, push things as far as you can. Um, and really, you know, just just go for it with your final battle scene. Um, and then the exercise, so around midweek where we talked about this, we we looked at kind of planning 
that climax scene and there's a worksheet that you could download you can download that from the email itself if you click on the the button there and there's some worksheets that you can use to help you to kind of plan that climax scene and think about how you can really raise the forces of the protagonist to fight those obstacles as well so hopefully you find those worksheets useful and just to say with those Use them if they're going to help you. If you're already in the flow and you know what's going to happen in your climax scene, then please don't feel the need that you need to fill in these worksheets. Just carry on writing. They're meant to help and inspire you when you're stuck rather than to kind of slow you down. So use them if they help and come back to them and refer to them later if you feel like they might be useful. But don't don't let them hold you back. So then after day 25, so that was Wednesday, on Thursday, we had a look at the resolution so you've looked at your final battle and how you're going to ramp things up and then you need to think about what the outcome will be so so quite simply it's really whether they win or lose that's the simplest kind of way to put it so will they achieve their goal or won't they achieve their goal and this is really linked directly to your message so and your intentions as a writer. So whether whether your protagonist succeeds or not, that is a decision that you need to make. And the answer to that, the key to that really is in the message that you are trying to convey to your audience. So go right back to the beginning here. Go back to those early days of rap where you wrote those kind of, wrote your outline and you thought about what your message was and you thought about the reasons for writing this play and what you were trying to say as a writer and why you connected to the idea and what you're passionate about getting across. That is, you know, your resolution is going to be so linked to what you're trying to put out there. And it can be really tough at this point to decide whether or not your character should win and achieve their goal or or shouldn't. You know, writing a tragic ending for a character that you've been working on for the whole month and you might have grown to really love them. They might be based on a, a, a person you know. They might be a little bit based on yourself. Um, you know, it can be really difficult to make those those decisions and, you know, let them lose and make things really bad for them. Um, and, you know, if you're naturally a person who, who writes happy endings, um, it can be tricky not to do that, vice versa. If, you, if you're a person who doesn't like to write happy endings, um, it can feel tricky to write one. But if that's the, if that's the ending that conveys your message more appropriately, then it's something that you need to explore. So you need to think, you know, in terms of making this decision, whether it feels truthful and credible for your character given the situation that they've been in. So, you know, it's often not realistic for everything to tie up neatly, is it? It's, you know, it's it's sometimes, um, it's not always realistic for everything to tie up neatly. You know, if some things, if you've made things really bad, you know, during around that worst point and you've made those obstacles really high, they're not just all going to go away really easily um, after the final battle. So you need to kind of balance it out and think about what's credible, think about what's truthful and, you know, very importantly, think about whether it fits with your message and what you are trying to say. And, you know, be brave because sometimes that, you know, the hardest decisions, they're going to make things the most exciting. So don't shy away from doing something that feels a little bit, you know, out there or pushing things a bit further. And it doesn't have to be, you know, in black and white, it doesn't have to be win or lose. Your resolution might include a bit of both. Um, And that's, 
as I was just saying there in terms of what feels truthful and credible, it's not always it, it's not always truthful or credible for everything to be all tied up and neatly kind of you know neatly solved. Quite often, the ending of your play, the resolution, will include a few different. Um, elements there so it might be that yes they do kind of achieve their goal but there's parts of it that they don't achieve or perhaps they don't achieve their goal at all but there is a ray of hope that they might achieve that when the play is finished and in the future so it's working out you know which elements you want there and what effect that has so importantly audience first so whatever decisions you make as we just said earlier, you know, that's going to have an impact on the audience. So it's 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 your job as a writer to think about the, the effects, you know, as far as you can. Obviously, you can't predict everybody's reaction, but to think about what effect that will have. So, for example, if your protagonist, if you want them to absolutely lose and not achieve their goal at all, think about how the audience might feel about that. Will they feel that it's unjust? Will they feel a bit disappointed will they feel that it's a little bit little bit depressing you know and maybe not the play they wanted to go and see um or you know on the flip side to that if you create a happy ending where your character achieves their goals will that feel credible because will the audience feel like well actually they started the play and they're a deeply flawed person who'd done all these bad things and now we're seeing them just you know stroll off into the sunset without care in the world without any consequences for some of the things they've done in the play so always think you know have the audience in your mind first and always think about the effect that your creative decisions will have on the audience and think about you know how you want them to think or feel at the end what conclusions do you want them to draw from the play what do you want to leave unsaid as well you know what would you like them to be kind of thinking about afterwards and thinking oh I wonder if this happened or this is my opinion on it you know what kind of discussions do you want to provoke that's really important and I'd say you know with the resolution feel free to experiment with it as well you know think about the different outcomes that are possible with the story you have written and think about how those different possibilities will affect an audience and figure out what's the most interesting or what fits most in line with the vision you had for the piece at the beginning. So see if you can push your ideas, you know, to the limits here. Again, be brave. It's not time to shy away from the drama. We're nearly at the end of wrap. Just you know, push things a bit further, experiment and and push yourself out of your comfort zone if you need to. You know, if you are a person who always likes things to be neatly tied up at the end and, you know, you don't like to leave things a bit ambiguous, maybe this is the play that you can do that with. Or, you know, if you've never written a, a tragic ending, if, if, you know, then maybe the time to go for it or, or the opposite. If all of your plays have been very dark and haven't ended nicely for the protagonist maybe now's your time to change that so do experiment with this but always have in your mind and it will save you time as well think about okay what will the audience you know what effect might this have on the audience and is that what I want to achieve here is that what I'm trying to do as a writer Um, and that's that will really kind of save time and help you to cut through the ideas that perhaps you can discard and and you know give you time to experiment and explore the ideas that that do fit with what you're trying to achieve and then can you believe it we are looking at the final moments of your play so these things and it's important to kind of differentiate here so we talk I know that we've kind of split this into three emails the climax 
the resolution and the final moments. Now, it's it's fair to say that this could be several scenes. It could just be one scene. You know, you could perhaps that all happens in the space of one scene. So although it's, it's a bit artificial, I guess, but it's so that you can, in your own mind, think about what you're trying to do. But we've split it into three, but that doesn't mean that it has to, to be that way. But just to focus on those final moments can be really important. And also, hopefully, that might help you get through the weekend of writing and get a bit more done if you've got the kind of ending in sight. So in in this, we talked, you know, we talked about, you know, what those moments where you've been in a theatre and the show has come to an end and you can hear a, hear a pin drop because everyone's so shocked by the ending and or, or you know, collectively everyone's so moved or perhaps, you know, it's it was a happy ending and everybody erupts into this rapturous applause. And, you know, I think that kind of collective feeling that's possible for a play to kind of, you know, put on an audience, that's... It, it's powerful, isn't it? And I think that everybody who's sat in a theatre and ever experienced that, I think, you know, that's the kind of, that that's the power of theatre and that's kind of almost why we write plays, I, I guess, guess. So it's fair to say that in those final moments of your play, that they hold a lot of power because that's where you can have a profound effect on the audience. And, you know, you can change their perception uh, a little bit and you can you know change change the world almost I think there's the famous Tom Stoppard quote where it's something the the right words in the right order um can change the world something along those lines so it's very powerful so it's important to really think about those final moments and think about what you're doing with them and use your power wisely so you know firstly some technical thing, you know, technical thing, how long should the ending be? And that's exactly what I was saying um, just now in terms of, you know, this doesn't have to be three scenes just because we've looked at it in three emails. It doesn't have to be really long. You might choose to actually make the ending of your play happen almost halfway through the climax so we don't actually know what's going on. Um, you know, in terms of we don't know what happens, we don't fully know the outcome and we can make the make the decision for, you know, for ourselves afterwards. You know, you might not want the audience to know exactly what's what's happening or what happens next. You might want to leave them guessing. So or you might actually feel the need to really tie things up and show us what happens five years into the future, 10 years into the future. So how long your ending should be, that is entirely up to you. Um, And again, as we said in the previous email, it's all about putting the audience first and, you know, remembering that your creative decisions depend entirely on how you want the audience to think or feel. So if you do want them to make up their own minds, as I said, and not have everything neatly tied up, not know exactly, you know, what, what has happened to the character, then yeah, you can cut away. You might have a much shorter ending, um, if you, you know, if you do want the audience to make up their own minds in that way, you can't, you can't tie everything up neatly. So here it's worth kind of writing a few sentences about how you want the audience to think or feel at the ending and what conversations and discussions you want to provoke. And then you can work backwards from there because you've always have in your mind then what it is you're actually trying to achieve. And it's just always kind of questioning those creative decisions as well, because they're big decisions at this point in a play and they can really, you know, impact on how successful and dramatic your story is. So 
Think always just ask yourself why. And this is important at the end because it's really important here to check in with all of the strands of your story and to think, okay, have you dropped anything? Did you start writing one idea and then kind of drop it halfway through because you were exploring something else? So it's always worth just kind of checking in with that, making sure that nothing is forgotten. And just always think of the why, you know, so if your character does fail in achieving their goals, why has that happened? And, you know, the answers should really always begin with because the audience will then, you know, think or feel this. So it's always just having kind of intention behind your decisions. And that will really help you from a practical point of view to keep your work focused, you know, to keep your writing focused and to be able to get those last few pages done in the in the last few days of wrap. And the exercise for this day was to think in terms of images as well, you know, think about that final moment on the stage, right before the curtain falls, what's happening on stage, what's it look like, what emotions being felt by the characters, what emotions might be being felt by the audience, what thoughts and questions might be hanging in the air. So it's maybe worth, you know, just to give you focus for the last few days, if you grab a piece of paper and you might use drawings, text, notes, pictures and almost create a kind of almost like a vision board type thing for what you want the end of your play to look like. And you can then, you know, always have that in your mind as you're writing that the final act of your play. So it's useful to think of that final image. And that was kind of for this week. Um, and then, you know, you can move on from these prompts to hopefully plan out the, the final scenes for the final act of your play. And it's worth saying as well, these kind of three emails, again, where we've split it into three, that is all paragraph five. So that is all act five. It's all one act. And that's exactly what I was saying in terms of these do not have to be really lengthy scenes. Um, they do you can cut away wherever you want. Don't feel the need to keep writing. If you've said everything you want to say as a writer, your whole act five might be one scene. It might be just a few moments. It might be a few scenes. So you can really play with the length of that. Um, And, you know, we've kind of artificially stretched it out into those three separate sections, just so that you can focus on the different elements that make up that act five. So you've been given all the prompts there now to take you through the major turning points and to bring you to the final moments of your play, which I think is really exciting and really crazy that we're only, you know, a month into 2023 and we're thinking about this. So hoping that over the weekend you can just give it all a final push, really. Um, After the weekend, we have only two more days of wrap. So on Monday, what we'll be just saying is push on let's do a day where you know even if you are still at the beginning of rap and you haven't managed to get much writing done maybe on Monday that's the day you just write a bit more can you just write an extra scene an extra page so it's all about this weekend just doing that final push as I said even if you're only at the beginning of rap and you're not up to date you know you're not writing these kind of ending scenes and the the final act of your play that's okay just write a bit more this weekend and then you will have even more at the end of end of January than you began with so it's not really about this stage now you know worrying I think where, where you are just push on and do as much as you can so I hope that's really really helpful um you know and huge thanks for for taking part in rap and I hope that you're still enjoying it it's not over yet um 
we will be looking as well at the end of wrap about what you know in terms of what we're going to do next we'll be we'll be giving you some information about that as well so we've got we've still got a few days to go and more more inspiration to come for you guys and I hope that you can get some writing done over the weekends I hope you're still hanging in there and best of luck